0: Click on the big red Tell Me More button and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and and. and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we, we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We, we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't, we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut Feeling that said oh this is what you need to do next and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said nope nope that doesn't pencil I'm gonna keep on this path we've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's gonna help you understand the power of following your yes then here we go Australia's number one feminine success mentor Candice Oneida was on the show recently and shared with us a tremendous story of how not following her yes ultimately led to her being totally bankrupt and alone. Well, Candice, I loved the interview. So amazing. Absolutely incredible information you shared about the feminine and the masculine and the polarities. And I'd like to ask you to help us to illustrate one more thing. And that's, that's about our yes, our internal guidance and I'd love to have you share a couple of stories that that just illustrate the importance and the power in following that guidance. And where I'd like to start is actually with the time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had a yes. But when you look back, you're like, oh, geez, that was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time.
1: Okay, so the, the one I'll share is I was in a relationship with somebody that I had broken up with and then got back into relationship with and then I proposed to him to go into business with him and I just knew that that wasn't a good idea <laughs> <laughs> because of, you know, things that were self-evident about the way he was with me and but ended up in a business relationship with this person Um, the business, well, the business didn't tank, but the relationship tanked. He took my business from me and all of my assets and, um, I was left completely bankrupt and alone at the end of that.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty (laughs) big price, right?
1: (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) To ignore. (laughs) But I
0: mean, it's, it's so common, right? Where we go back, even though we know in our gut, we shouldn't. And then like you said, you took it even to another level on a business level when you still knew you shouldn't and you did it anyhow. So exactly. so such a powerful example. And we all we all have done this in one place or another. So let's let's turn this around. Take us to a moment in your life when this time you had that. Yes, but you actually followed it. What happened then?
1: Yeah, the most um, profound one was for me uh, 16 years ago. Um my spiritual teacher was talking to me and a few other people about coming to America to start to teach our spiritual work. And then at the end of a class one night, he sat me down and said, look, you know, America's a really important part of our, our spiritual mission. And, you know, he passed a few things to me in about five minutes. And I just said, yes, I'll move to America. Mm. And he said, "Well, go away and think about it." This is even my spiritual teacher. I went <laughs> to think. Of. There's nothing to think about. Yeah. And then I set the wheels in motion to come to the United States and start, um, you know, start a spiritual school, and wouldn't have, you know, changed that for the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's such a a great illustration because sometimes it, it's that clear, right? Yep. Yeah. In
1: fact, if I'd gone against that and sort of uh, overthought it or double thought it at the time, it was a logical move. I was, you know, I had a I was a consultant at the time. I had a thriving business. I had a relationship. I had, you know, my family, my foundations, everything was in Australia, you know, and yet I sold everything up, packed up three bags. And six months later, I was on a on a plane to Seattle.
0: Hmm. That's so great, great. Excellent. Those those are such great illustrations. Thank you so much, Candace.
1: <laughs> My pleasure.
0: Emotional connections expert Tracy Crossley joined us on the show recently and shared a story of how for decades she never spoke her yes because she didn't know what it was. Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I guess it was a week ago when we had you on the show here. And I want to ask you if you would do me a huge favor. And that is would you help us illustrate the importance of following our inner guidance, what I call our yes. And where I'd love to start is, is if you would share with us a time in your life when you did not follow your yes. Maybe you didn't even realize you had a yes at that time. But looking back, you can see your gut was telling you exactly what to do and you still didn't do it. Tell us about that time.
2: You know, in speaking to that, It's kind of interesting. I mean, I feel like on the one hand, a lot of what I was talking about was how I do speak to my yes now all the time. Mm -hmm. But for years, I never did. I mean, you're talking from childhood for decades on up. I never spoke my yes because I don't think I even knew what it was for so many years. There was always obviously a burning desire to connect, a burning desire to have love, be love. But I didn't understand what love actually was, number one. I had a really warped idea of what I thought love was. And so I think I ran around saying no all the time, but wanting somehow somebody to have supernatural powers or something to show up and, and be everything I needed them to be without even understanding what that was. So I was a head case. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I really was a head case. I, I never connected and went, Oh, Let me be vulnerable. Let me speak from my heart. Let me get closer to somebody. Just never. And one of the things that I will say, this is actually making me think about something. When I first started dating the man that I'm with right now, I was as open as I'd ever been. Was that perfect? No. Did I have issues? Yes. I found that, I was challenged to show up. And I would share this with him. He showed up from the beginning. He was just, I want to get closer to you. He's open hearted. He was relaxed. He wasn't forcing. He was just open. And I had to constantly, in the beginning, go, Tracy, what is it you say you wanted? Oh, I want a really kind man. That was like the big thing. Kind man, compassionate, has some self-awareness, you know, things like that. And he had all of these things. And so it was kind of like, wow, this is what you say you wanted. And it's been staring you in the face. And, and I would share this with him. I'd say, it's not that I have doubts about him at all. It was my ability to be both in. And I could feel my own inner resistance with that, my own fear around it. And I had to keep stepping through my fear because it had nothing to do with the present moment. It was all of the past stuff that I had been through with other people. When I wasn't as aware, when I was saying no and seeing my partner, like what I was talking about before with seeing my part in things, you know, all these relationships in the past, including my marriage and going, okay, so here is something for you to look at, Trace. And why you feel like you do right now is a reflection of an event that happened in the past when you were being different than you are now. So I, I, I know that sounds kind of convoluted, but it really was a lot of walking through my own mud in the beginning and having to get clear and go, do I want to be here? Yeah, I'm smiling all the time. Hello, I'm laughing all the time. Mm-hmm. I even have serious conversations with somebody who is so open and available to that and vice versa. And so it was just so much fun and I'd never had fun without there being a heavy price. And so it kept making me come home to myself and go, you've got to just keep staying in your heart and you have to keep walking through and being vulnerable and share this stuff with him, which was hard because of course I could have lost the relationship. If he would have been somebody else, he might've been like, Oh my God, this is too much for me, but he loved it. He was, he was great. And I, I'm so appreciative because I can't even relate to myself how I related to myself at the beginning in any way, shape, or form, because I've moved so far from that. So that's my long answer.
0: (laughs) No, I I really love what you were saying there, Tracy. And you know, it's funny because I kept having this phrase that I I say a lot going through my head as you were sharing that, which was, you are saying, you know, you had to be vulnerable, you had to trust this and, and yeah, you could have, just as easily blown up the relationship as made it stronger. We don't know. And I often say, you know, we've we've misspelled the word love forever. It's always been misspelled because the real way you spell the word love is R-I-S-K. Mm-hmm. You can't get there without the other. And yet we're like, oh yeah. well I want it, I want to be safe. It's like, but part of safety is risking enough to know where to go.
2: Yeah. Courage, strength of heart. That's Mm -hmm. what I usually say too, because it is, and I tell people this in my practice all the time, but I live it. And that's the one thing about me. And I tend to share things all the time. Like I shared actually recently to my email list this thing on triggers. And I shared one of those triggers that I was talking about earlier with my current relationship. And I've had so many people respond with, I can't believe you shared this. This is awesome because we're all human beings. We don't get to a place of perfection. We are going to have things that come out of nowhere sometimes and it's all what you do with it. And when you're in a loving relationship with someone and you're loving yourself too, you have the space and availability to do it. It's just to me, it's like the most amazing thing, but it is always a risk always because we don't let stuff sit under the rug. Like I said before, we bring it out and we share it so that we don't feel resentment and we don't build walls and we don't get into a space of being in pain. We deal with it.
0: You know, and I want to say one other thing about that, because you you said that a couple of times about not leaving things under the rug. And it's so important because we tend to think that, Oh, that's, that's no big deal. That's a little thing. I can sweep that under the rug. The truth is there's not one single thing that fits under the rug. They're yep. all big. There I is agree. no small. Mm-hmm. We can't discard things because they add up and they do lead to resentment. That's the only place they lead. So it's we've got to address them. And the sooner we address them, the less charge there is. Then it still is something small. And you can bring it up and be like, oh, that kind of bugged me. Okay, well, now we can deal with it. Instead of waiting six months when they've been doing the same thing for six months, and now you're, like, ready to tear their head off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it. It's the time bomb. hmm Yeah. Yep. It is. It's Great. very painful yeah. to live that way, though, too. I mean, as an individual in, individual in a relationship, it is so painful to gather. I always say it's like you're a squirrel gathering nuts for the winter, you know? Mm-hmm. You're just gathering more and more and more. And it doesn't make you, you might think, oh, well, I am now superior or I am self-righteous or, but that doesn't bring you closer to somebody. It creates distance. And to live like that for months on end, to me, is super painful. And I won't do that to myself anymore. There's no way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got to thank you again. Great insights. Great, great story. And thank you for sharing these with us.
2: Absolutely. I am so happy to have been able to do this today because if it can help anybody out there, then that's all I ever want anyway.
0: Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it, and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Guest Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention. Where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingapartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking A Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web.